welcome everybody to the third episode of the Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe podcast. And just a warning, this is the review of Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice, and this is a completely spoiler-full review. There's not going to be any spoiler warnings, there's not going to be any sort of holding back the secrets that lie within this film. So, if you haven't seen it yet, movie's been out for three weeks, so... We are going to, full throttle. Yeah, we're going full throttle, so please... If you haven't seen it yet, don't listen, or if you don't care about spoilers, go ahead. But um, please just be fully aware, everything will be ruined if you listen to this. Ruined. 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 <laughs> oh, you nerds. Okay, speaking to the nerds, uh, my name is Michael. Hey guys, this is Ronald. And this is Hyde. And we are here to talk about the Batman Superman. That was good. We're on a good track. We're on, we're <laughs> on good terms. Right? right? Look yeah, at we're that. good. Was that Archer or something? No, no it's actually guy. Family Guy. Family guy. Oh, that's a shame. Okay, so... Um, I wish it was Archer. It window. Right? Uh, anyway, so... it's it's We've had time to settle. Um, we've seen the movie. Uh, most people, I think, have seen this by now. I mean, I'd be very surprised if they haven't. Um, Did you see it again? I'm, you I'm, saw up it to, I'm up to three times now. And the people... Yeah. What's wrong with <laughs> and, and, you? Yeah, right? And the, Okay, so we know where Hyde stands. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, no secrets, no kidding, no spoilers. Hyde likes it. Um, okay. Thank you guys. Good night. Yeah, all right. Well, bye. That was my um, review. Yeah, right. My review. I've seen I it three times. times. Bye. Well, I mean, that ties back into what we were saying on the original podcast. Like, that's the mark of a nerd movie, right? How many times did you see it? Yep. But, okay, so what do we think about this movie? Uh, Ron, you go first. Tell me just briefly, like, general takeaways, general I, thoughts. I came out of this movie really liking it. Um, it feels a lot like Man of Steel. Okay. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the characters. I like the movie. I, I came out enjoying the movie. Yeah, I had a good time. Okay. Um, I'll go next. Um, I had an opposite reaction. <laughs> I I didn't particularly care for the movie. You want to say the other word? You, you just want to say so the other for, word? For the record, though, can, can we go into this saying that you already kind of went in. Yeah, I went in. Having I, hey, a, having all a right. Hold on. I, I went. Hey, calm down. Give me my piece. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yes, I, I did not enjoy the movie. Um for reasons we'll get into later. Um, I didn't hate the movie. The, there were certainly things that could have worked better. There were things that did work very well. Um, but I think generally my problems with this were also just general Zack Snyder problems. So, I mean, that it, the, the problems I had with this were more or less the same problems I had with Man of Steel and 300 and Sucker Punch. Um, more or less. There were some you didn't like Sucker Punch? Bro, we already went into this there, last episode. There was a lot of things wrong with Sucker Punch. <laughs> yeah, the, the, there was a lot wrong with Sucker Punch. I also enjoyed that movie. I, I will say I think this was better than Sucker Punch. I'll, get, I'll, I'll give Hyde that. This is not Zack Snyder's worst film. Um, that would be Sucker Punch. Yeah, you dropped something. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's... I, I didn't I didn't care for it, um, but I, I will also say I am in the minority in the store here. Um, pretty much everybody else here is extraordinarily favorable, or at least... Yeah, it was pretty good. That was their idea. Hi, what about you? Well, you've seen it three times, so like... <laughs> yeah, so I've seen it three times. Um, Clearly you're all about it. I enjoyed almost every bit of the movie. Um, I enjoyed the acting. I thought the performances were great. I thought Agreed. the story was good. I got a lot of things that I was really expecting into this. I went in with high expectations, too, and that's... Kind of something that I was always kind of warned about is don't go into this movie with high right. expectations. Well, from I'm, all the bad reviews. From all the bad reviews that we got, we saw with critics. And I went in with high expectations, and I thought the movie was a lot of fun. I got the characters I wanted, and I got the setups that I wanted. Right. So. So, you thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, clearly. I would assume well, you didn't get dragged I mean, he might as well start times. off with his likes. Okay, so yeah. So, we're going to go around and we're gonna say what we what we liked about the movie. Um, what do you got? So. Give me, give, me, give, me, give me your number one like. My number one like? Was your what was the best thing about this? What brought you back three times? What kept you buying tickets? The title. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. The critics' reviews and the fact that it needs more money so I can get a universe. <laughs> yeah, right, Please, DC, take my money. Um, <laughs> that it, it's a tough. It's a it, real it's tough, tough to pick one because, for me, even the beginning of the movie, I I love. This is probably my favorite Wayne death scene in all... <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny phrasing. It's just a funny way to yeah, put it. It's like, 
It's a weird way of saying that. Yeah, but I mean, I know what you mean. You know, it's it's your favorite because I'm get it wasn't drawn out. No, it wasn't drawn out, but it was different. It was striking. It was striking. It was visually just really beautiful too, and it's something different because you don't have them just standing there getting shot. That was pretty cool. They're actually fighting for themselves this time around, and so as an overall, that alone, it wasn't a caricature. Yeah, that alone brought me into the movie. That. And just to see that over and over again. And the reason I went back and saw it multiple times, because there's a lot in this movie to absorb nonetheless. But there's a lot of little references a lot and things um, to really sit down. And a one-time view and a standard theater is not the way to do it. I would honestly say see it in IMAX. Cause there is At actually, least once. There's, there is a good chunk of stuff you actually do miss when you I go see it. I need to do that. IMAX. I need to see it on IMAX. I, I, wanna wanna do, see, I'm, I think I'm seeing it Friday in IMAX. Yeah, I've only seen it in regular uh, size screen. So... The opening scene is really what draws me into the movie as an overall. Okay. The characters themselves. I honestly never thought I would really enjoy Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor as much as I did. He was really cool. I'll, I'll tell you, the thing with Jesse Eisenberg is, I for most of the movie, I couldn't tell if I liked him or if I didn't like him. I couldn't tell. And I think that yeah, I, I, he was great. He was. Let me just say he was excellent in this movie. Yes. Um, all the acting, uh, that's that's my number one like, is that I think the acting was phenomenal. I think any negative praise this gets, any negative comments this movie gets, is on, the un- acting on acting on the is acting undeserved. Standpoint. I think everybody delivered as as best as with what they were given. We'll get to my negatives in a minute, but I mean, we'll get to my negatives. But like, it's funny how you phrased that. He was like, "Well, they did the best. They, they did they did the best with what they had." They so had, like, uh, it's like the Bears. It's, you know? like, <laughs> it's like hey, they they tried. The Texans. Yeah, the, uh, well, yeah. Hmm. Is that a anyway, team? Yeah, moving okay. on. Um, anyway, so I I think the acting in this was really top notch. I thought Ben Affleck was was Amazing. great. From, although to be fair, from the beginning, this was my that was my hook. I really like Ben Affleck. I think he's great, uh, and I he was he was really good in this. And I think the only real weak acting performance, I guess, I no because I was gonna say Amy Adams, but I, she was fine. I just didn't like. I didn't care for Lois too much in this movie. I didn't think she she was too much the damsel in distress. Is I mean, she I guess she, but though? she is. I know, but, She's... but I mean, but can you can we modernize that a little bit? I mean, like if we can. Change other things. Why can't you we... want her to walk, uh, run around in heels in the jungle, or N- yeah, yeah. What you want her to do? I I, I, she what? was running around I, I was... no matter what. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Jurassic Park reference. Jurassic World. A Jurassic World. She wasn't Jurassic in the jungle. She was you didn't on see concrete. Jurassic... No. She was in I... concrete. Well, containment area. Well, yeah. Do you even dinosaur park, bro? I don't. No. <laughs> That's right. She wasn't. Yeah. No. I haven't. I've been to see Jurassic World. I, I didn't get the reference. My bad. Um, no, cool. But either way, no, I thought the acting was. Phenomenal. Um, it's it, it was it was great. Uh, you can tell that all the actors are veterans. Jeremy Irons. You had uh, Ben Affleck, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, who else? Oh, Holly Hunter was great. Gal um, Gadot. Gal Gadot. I'm, she didn't have a lot of lines. No, so, I mean, but like, I think the I think she the had lines her she presence had, felt. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. Well, she had a presence felt when she put the costume on. Even yeah. I don't know. As soon as she came on screen, man, there was there was so? a lot of applause. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, Holly Hunter was really good uh, as the governor? Senator, Senator Finch. Senator, Senator, Senator Finch. Finch. Uh, yeah, uh, she's always great. Um, Scotty McNair. Scotty McNair, yep. Whoa. He was uh, I'm bad with Wal- Wallace. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, C- the, yeah. the Wang uh, financial employee. Right. Jesse Eisenberg, of course. Um, so, yeah, that's my, my key my key uh, victory in the movie. My key takeaways <laughs> were. M- yeah, well, no, Henry Cavill was fine, but uh, uh, you didn't. Uh, I, I don't want to get. You didn't in, say his name in the. Well, I, I, did, I did not. He okay. was fine. He was. It was passable performance. <laughs> it was a right. C. Well then, a C plus. I'll give him a C plus. I, I'm not trying to do the negatives yet, but okay. Um, my problems with Superman's character were were different. It it he didn't have a lot to do. For sure, uh, he, he had didn't a lot of, uh, not a lot of dialogue to impart. Let me let me give yeah, my so, so out. yeah. What do you what do you got? What um. You just to reiterate what y'all said, like Jesse Eisenberg was good, Ben Affleck was great. So the acting, the acting was was good. Uh, the fight scenes were really nice. Uh, I liked the stuff towards the end when he was 
trying to save uh, Martha Kent. Right. Not Martha Wayne. Uh, two Marthas. Huh. It, I, All right, Lex. Whenever they came together to fight, um, oh man, who was it? Doomsday. Sorry, the, the villain. The, the, the villain of the, the villain. Movie. Oh, look, movie. sometimes. How many uh, times you see this again? Do you work? My brain doesn't work really well. No. Um, like, but no, I with the red cape. What? <laughs> what's his name? Uh, yeah, but yeah, man, this movie was a really fun movie. Just to like, just watch and see. I can't yeah. say anything. Okay, so, so your number one takeaway is the acting, definitely. Right, cool. yeah, for sure. So before before we get into the negatives, oh yeah, no, I'm not before, trying to before do we that get yet. into the negatives, um, as an overall, there's a lot of conversation about Ben Affleck's Batman. Mm-hmm. Is he the definitive Batman now? Well, he is the Batman we have, but is, is he, he the Batman we need? Ah, uh, he's the Batman we wanted. He is the Batman, he we, is the Batman I, I want. The Batman we needed was Christian Bale. But right. this is the Batman we wanted. I, I think this is the Batman we wanted. I I agree. I really like this Batman. I do too. I think he's good. Um, I, I think the strongest character in the movie was Batman. From for my for my Even opinion. as Bruce Wayne, he was great. Yeah. Well, well, okay, I mean, yes, the all encompassing True, but Ben I'm, Affleck's characters were the the strongest in the film. For sure. Um second being Lex. I think. Yes. I, I would I, I would agree. put that up there. I agree um, with that. I I think when I said earlier about I wasn't sure if I liked or disliked uh, uh, Lex Eisenberg's Lex was it was because I found him obnoxious, but I think I'm supposed to find him obnoxious at times. I think like the whole scatterbrained schizophrenic business. I think it's supposed to be annoying to a degree, and for I, sure we'll yeah. we'll get to that a little bit more too because I I I see that, but there I think there's a reason behind right. what, yes. what he is yeah. now. A spoilery reason, but again, um, no 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 spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. Yeah. Oh, I mean full spoilers, but we'll we'll spoilers, get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that once we get really in depth in this movie. But I think as an overall, the point when I really started hating Lex is when they're at the Capitol. And they do the hearing. Right. He sends Mercy in by herself. Mm-hmm. You have Scotty McNair. And Senator French is up there doing her little speech I to Superman. I did not see that coming. Me and, neither. <laughs> and you have that, that mason jar uh, of Granny's peach, peach tea. tea. Yeah. That is obviously I mean, pissed. Yeah, right. It is, it is not the peach tea. And as it soon as you see that, you're like, Something's this, going. this is it. This is not. Didn't even. This is nope. the smarter Lex Luthor that is going to frame Superman for something. And I think, as an overall, that scene actually... Man, so good. That scene, as an overall, kind of really hits you, because that's... On a standpoint, Superman at his weakest. Yeah. Without, without him even having kryptonite. And that's something Lex would do. And it's like, something Lex, see well, that. well, because he loses public opinion. He loses public opinion. And he loses faith in the people. Because they've got statues to this guy. Yes. Like, he is, he is a hero. And then he is perceived to have blown, blown up, up the, the Capitol building. Yeah. Right, which is obviously not Man. good. Superman. So, and I mean, just even even Henry Cavill's just like his his overall reaction during I'll, that. I'll give you that. Like he didn't have he didn't his dialogue whatever, but when, during the scene in particular, yeah, I know what you're talking about. He had this far away Doctor Manhattan stare of defeat. Yes. Of just like I don't. That's a Watchman. Uh, by the way, if you haven't read another Zack Snyder movie, another Zack Snyder movie. Well, it's an Alan Moore book. Um, <laughs> um, I do, I do like Watchmen, so I don't know why I'm being difficult. Um, just, to be. just to be difficult. But you know, he has this far away, disconnected, Doctor Manhattan moment where he's like, I, I get this thing when I look at his eyes in that scene where it's, it's sort of like, man, do I really is, I is, it, is it worth it? Is right. it worth being here? Is it do worth I need to being save these people? Superman? And that is one of the best parts of the movie um, from a movie I didn't like, but I can still say that is definitely an awesome part. That was um, a very good scene. Of sure. of him just acting acting the heck out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? He's I mean um, he didn't I, the reason I didn't list him in the acting part is just cuz the dialogue I thought was really stilted and lame. But either way, that's not but during that that was awesome. And he, I know he can act cuz I've seen him in other things like uh, what, uh the, the man from Uncle and, and man from Uncle. Yeah, and he, and he's good and he's yeah. And I've seen him in interviews. He's animated as all get out. You know what I mean? Like he's really passionate about this film. He likes being Superman. I think that's the other thing that really that really makes me like this film a lot more. Mm-hmm. Too is that all these actors, everyone from Ben Affleck to Jeremy Irons and Gal Gadot, 
they're all about this, and they're having so much fun doing oh, yeah, it. For sure. And that's what I really like about movies well, there's, too. Well, there's they're the most popular superheroes in the world. I mean, wh- how could they not? I yeah, mean, like for sure, they're yeah, Batman, yeah. Superman, and Wonder Woman, like and Alfred. You know what I mean? Like these are icons. You see people in countries who don't have these comic books wearing their shirts. Sure, yes. So you know what I mean? They like, know they know who these characters icons. are. So. And so yeah, um, but that scene that you were talking about in particular is one of the best in the movie. Um, the other scene that I really, really liked a lot, again, it's funny, it's not a Batman scene, um, is the scene on the helipad with Lex and, that was really and Superman. That, when when Clark, because it's not Superman at that moment, when Clark realizes that Martha is being threatened, because he, 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 Superman fades away. He's yeah, Clark Kent. He is, he's yeah. Clark Kent. He's Clark Kent, and you see the despair and rage and hopelessness on his face, and he he will he will fight the Batman if he needs to. Yeah, like for, just in that brief moment, you know what I mean? Before they sort of I can't remember that line too. But whenever he like, I he threw the cards on the uh, Lex Luthor threw the threw the pictures on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then it's, I guess Clark went to go pick him up, and then he. Oh man, it's either I, it's, I it was, uh, it. but it was great. Yeah, I I remember the last of it because it's either you're a god that's all powerful and has some bad in you, or you're all good. And now that Superman's kneeling before him, he goes, and now God is kneeling before, before me, before more me or something. Yeah, right. man. So, and that right there, so and I good. think that's the moment where we kind of start to see that transition from this schizophrenic can't speak out in public Lex Luthor to the Luthor we know. For sure. And I, right. like I said in in a couple weeks back, that we'll start to kind of see that transition oh, yeah. becoming that yeah, Lex yeah, Luthor. For sure. Um but yeah, no, that is probably actually one of my that, that, favorite that's lines. my favorite. That's my favorite scene in the movie is on the on the on the helipad by far. That is That's a really good scene. That's my favorite. Um I think it's one of the most most strong uh strongest scenes in the film is that one. Um I agree. Yeah. Um, what else? What? Because Hyde, this is clearly your uh, your comic book movie of a long time. So like, yes, you, this is, you've th- this is what you've been waiting for. What What else did you? Well, just what, the, something. Just go me, through it right now. Uh, uh, the scene with uh, yeah. Bruce Wayne and uh, Diana Prince was really good as well. Which one? The, uh, where they were at the party. Where the, she stole the. Uh, where she stole the, the hack. To she Lex has a picture of me, and mm-hmm. I, I need this picture. I, back. I just. They, their charisma was really good. Like I, their connection was really good. Sure. I'm it seeing was, it was great. a Diana Bruce uh, back from what we see back in Justice League Unlimited. More I'm than, seeing that okay. a romance, that movie, romance so. blossoming, which I'm fine with because oh, I yeah, hate that, that New Fifty Two Superman Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I saw that. I saw them laying the groundwork for that as well. Um, whether it happens or not, it looks yeah. like, right. It could, it could, it could, it could, it could just be fan service. Yeah, it, it could just be here's a little tease. I mean, even if they're gonna go and. Well, I mean, the whole movie Get is a the big... Whole... Uh, there's a lot of fan servers in the movie. It's called this, Dawn of Justice. Yes. So, <laughs> I, something I will state, I do agree with the fact that this is more or less just a two and a half hour <laughs> trailer. trailer for the Justice League. Yeah. It's I mean, funny. Positively or negatively. But... Somebody else said that earlier yeah. from 1960. Yeah. I so, mean, I, that's, that's a common line. I, that people seem to... Lo- and I agree with that, and I like it still. Because right. I get everything that I want leading up for me for this Justice League movie next year, plus all the stuff that I wanted to see for this Batman Superman. Right. Um, there's a lot of characters in this, too, that w- most people I don't even think realize are actually in the movie. Like who? So <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> like, let's, let's, R.I.P. Let, I knew let, that was going there. R.I.P. Right. Jimmy Olsen. I mean, let's just shoot the gun off here. Oh, wow. Bang. <laughs> Bang. So, yeah, Jimmy Olsen's in the movie. He is the CIA stooge that gets <laughs> uh, found out by, actually, another character that people don't realize who it is. And this is Rogue's Batman Gallery Z-List villain. Okay. KG Beast. KG Beast? KG Beast. Never heard of him. You're making things up now. <laughs> <laughs> so... KG Beast obviously comes from Russia. <laughs> no, surely what? the chest. So does yeah. he talk like this? <laughs> Probably he did. Um, yeah. I think he did. Yeah. In yeah. the Assault on Arkham movie, at least he did. Oh, what a shame. So, but it, it's interesting. We'll I'll kind of go more into that character a little sure, bit more. Sure. But it's funny because you have this guy 
walking up with Lois Lane. He's got a camera. You're like, oh, look, that's Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen's kind of good looking. Okay, I can see this. My biggest problem, and this was his fault on why he ends up getting shot in the head, (laughs) is because he comes to this warlord's country with these mercenaries and has a camera that still uses film. Yeah, that was just, that was that, that really was a poor choice. I mean, hey, although I, okay, just real quick on the Jimmy Olsen thing, it seems a little disrespectful to me. To to I mean, does it though? Well, there, okay, I'm sure there's like five or six diehard Jimmy Olsen fans who are yeah, seven. There's seven. Okay, fine. Uh, who are? It seems kind of like come on. Why does it have to be Jimmy Olsen that he just murdered? So. I, I'll put it this way, too, and the fact that I find it funny is because... Oh, it is funny, definitely. <laughs> so Jimmy Olsen, is in Jim, Jimmy Ol- Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen in the comic, there's a major character's first appearance in that comic. And for him to have a small little role in this movie that's going to set up for that character... Which one? For Darkseid. Oh, oh yeah, It's right. for Darkseid. Darkseid's first appearance is actually in Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Is it really? It is. Um, wow. So to have him in that Why? small In what capacity? Uh, Jack Kirby, when he started, when he took over for that book, wanted to make that book a serious book. Oh, so, okay, well, fair and enough. And so that's where you kind of start seeing the new gods kind of come into the Jimmy Olsen book, and you start seeing Darkseid and Apocalypse cool. and everything else. So I imagine we're going to see some some people looking for that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I mean, if they're not Even already. If they weren't already, point. that's going to be... Um, but what I liked, too, and I was really, I had my fingers crossed when it happened, is when he take the mercenary, uh, KG Beast, ends up taking mm-hmm. out apart the camera, KG and, Beast. and he, he opens <laughs> up, it's a real character, I, know, I'm I sure promise it is. I'm you. I'm sure it is. So, he opens up the little film Yeah, yeah, thing, exposes the, the film. The disposal film, and he finds the little tracker. Right. Right. I was really hoping that was going to be like the Superman watch. <laughs> uh, that's, the, that's the signal for Superman right. to come in and save him. But, and then Jimmy gets shot in the head. And that that would have been too much. Yeah. That would have been too much. Um, but actually, it's kind of funny because Zack Snyder, a couple days after the movie was released on that Thursday, a couple weeks ago, he actually went out on a statement saying that this was actually Jesse Eisenberg's idea. Oh, the Jimmy Olsen thing? The Jimmy Olsen thing. Because he walked in there... Having the assumption that he was already auditioning for the role of Jimmy Olsen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eisenberg. Eisenberg, yes. That makes sense. I and, can see that. And so he goes, oh, cool. I'm going to be part of this larger universe. It's going to be great to have Jimmy Olsen in here. But what if we shoot him in the head? <laughs> so at that point, that's when Zack Snyder actually realized that he wanted him to be Lex Luthor. Because he's yeah, this insidious <laughs> idea. Let's, it's like, let you know, I know I'm auditioning for this character, but what if you what, kill me? I know we're auditioning this really sweet, lovable, really milk toast character, but let's kill him. So I, I oh, really, you, you know, have you thought about being Lex? Yeah, <laughs> and also the new Superman in comics. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, uh, check but, back la- from last week's episode yeah. on our DC Rebirth. Yeah, that's uh, some interesting stuff with the Rebirth with Lex. Anyway, he's every character. Yeah, he's Lex is everyone. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So, and any other minor cameos? Like it, anything more minor than KG Beast, or is that going to be more it? minor than K? Okay, this was actually one I didn't. I knew going into it the second time, and when I saw it Thursday last week, um, mm-hmm. I really paid more attention to it. The scene where Bruce is walking into the mausole- the Wayne Mausoleum sure. to look at his parents' grave, and you have that thing shoot out of the grave. Yeah. You think it's a parademon. Okay. It's not. What is it? It's Man-Bat. Is it Man-Bat? It's Man-Bat. You're going to get a Man-Bat appearance? Man. We get, All right. And it, is I it really Man-Bat? It, or, it, it, I mean, or it, it is... Okay. It is a it is man-sized bat. It's potentially Man-Bat. It, it's potentially Man-Bat. I think it's more... <laughs> I as, don't know. I think you're reaching. <laughs> I, it, but it's a man-sized bat. And is I've it, actually... I've read so many stories and looked at so many other people's in the comment section and and yes, they all agree that it's it's a bat because it doesn't look like a parademon when sure. you really look at it. Right. Um, which, by the way, I love how the parademons look. I thought they looked pretty cool. I thought the parademons... They look pretty sweet. The parademons looked cool. But, but it, that, that is going to be the, that's going to be what you say for all things in a Zack Snyder movie. It, it looked awesome. Oh, yeah. It's no, always no. going to look cool. Oh, yeah, no. Just as an overall, the movie was just beautifully looked. Yeah, for sure. sure. Um, it looked really nice. But yeah, so it... I don't know if it's Man Bat Kirk Langstrom himself or if it's... Like a fear for Bruce that he is becoming 
more of Batman than Bruce than Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Right. And so I don't know where they're playing off on that. But I thought that was just kind of a cool Man, little thing. Man, we going to see <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. This DC who's getting out there. So, um, something else. That whole desert scene. Oh, the, 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 the nightmare? The, the dream sequence yeah. with Nightmare Batman. I. It's uncommon because it's a lot of Batman using a gun. Right, right. And what's kind of funny is because he's got this bar 50 cal with him. Right. And on this bar 50 cal, he's got a Joker playing card. I, did not notice that. And I love the, go back and I love check that the, out. the Superman guards there. Yeah. I love that. that oh, was, yeah. The no, that was, yeah. That was, that was, all the that red kicks are coming. Uh, the red kicks are coming, yeah. Um, <laughs> as, as they say. But that whole that whole sequence, you see the apocalypse fire pits. You see yeah. the Omega symbol mm-hmm. etched, excuse me, etched in the grounds of, I'm going to assume, Metropolis. That's what I would, well. Right. When you see it in sure. IMAX, yeah, it, yeah. It, it really looks like the Metropolis gotcha. skyline, at least from what they show. That would make sense since Batman went to yeah that would make went sense. to Metropolis went to Metropolis um but that whole fight sequence and then oh yeah, it was great Superman coming in and then the the guys that they have captured he's just cutting them down with a oh, laser yeah. vision just that insane. for me is very injustice oh and yeah there's a of lot more injustice I mean even things yes, in there. even him like I I would assume yanking his heart out yeah at the end of that dream sequence well I mean I mean that's even if you look at Metropolis, does it not look like there was a nuke or something kind of set Very off true. there too? Right. It, Very something, true. Something happened. So, and we'll, I'll kind of get into that a little bit more too, but I really like that dream sequence. And with the Batman using the guns and Batman killing in general, I think that's something I, I want to address here too, is that by default, he really didn't kill as many people as a lot of people think he well, did. Well, it was a dream, so... Well, no, no, no. Just in general, as, a, as in the movie overall. So you have... The dream sequence. Obviously, yeah. he's killing people with guns. Fair enough. And then you look at the chase scene with the Batmobile when he's trying to get the kryptonite from Lex Luthor. And he's shooting cars with the bat... Yeah. The, 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 the gar. Um, you know, he's not aiming at the people. <laughs> I don't know. That seems a bit like a technicality. I mean, no, no, no. Even Zack Snyder said this. And when you look at it, too, technically, by default... Christian Bale's Batman killed a lot of people oh, doing the oh, exact he certainly same did. thing. He certainly did. But there was no there was no uproar about it. Like there yeah, was with this you got one. a point. And yeah. so with this, the only there's two. That's two, a stupid gripe that yeah, people have. There's two things that I can think about when Batman was like, "Yeah, you probably you shouldn't could, have done you, that. You couldn't have done this. You done good." <laughs> when he jumps the car onto the semi truck uh-huh. and knocks out like three of them with the back All right, tire. Right. I mean at the very least they're vegetables for life. Yeah. At the very <laughs> least. <laughs> no, they are. No, they're no, right. no, they're dead. They're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. and the second one is during that great Arkham fight scene. Oh yeah. Arkham style fight scene with with KGB men. <laughs> Stop calling him KGB. I don't know. It's like Anna, Anatoly and Shivich. It was Anatoly. Something. So did, did it say it in the in the in the credits? Is it KGB? No, no, <laughs> no. But it's, if it's that character's name, it's KGB. Okay, how we're gonna go with it? He's KGB. But so it's that little scene, and he slams the guy straight onto his neck. Yeah, that probably. Well, didn't you know, they, they were coming at him. He can use a wheelchair. Whatever. Yeah. So and and then obviously also. When they kill, when he kills KG Beast by shooting the flamethrower thing, which mm-hmm. that's another scene I liked because that is straight out of the Dark Knight Returns. Okay, where he, it's the in the Dark Knight Returns, it's the mutants have captured the heir to a chewing gum fortune. Okay, and that's legitimately what it is. And so this thug has another heavy caliber machine gun, and he punches straight through the wall and grabs him takes the machine gun and shoots the other guy that's threatening the kid. So it's kind of that same play on it. And the reason I don't think KG Beast is dead in this scene. Because <laughs> he's an important... He's com- KG Beast is coming, coming back. back. He's an important Get, get the shirt. Villain. Hashtag KG, KG Beast. Beast. KG, hey, Beast hey, KG Beast lives, yeah. But get ready. He's the- going to wear the shirt. <laughs> the reason I don't think he's dead is because in the comics, KG Beast is scarred from severe burns and is missing a hand. So, well, then. <laughs> Batman the movie confirmed, starring KGB. K- KGB is confirmed. <laughs> so, just throwing that out there, KGB is KG- not dead. Oh man! And only you, you're gonna find this. You know this Russian guy? 
No, he's not just a Russian guy. <laughs> he's KGB. I mean, you have to know he's someone, at least someone important in the overall. Yeah, if he got a name. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If he got a name, he's important. Anyway. So, um, yeah. <laughs> KGB. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, so, less about the movie, but how, how do you think the critics' reactions have helped or hurt, the, well, hurt the movie? They haven't helped it. Well, they might have helped. I can see a way in which they have helped, in which it it mobilizes the fan base. Like, I think one of my problems with the movie, um, which I'll just touch on briefly, is I think the characters, the development in the movie isn't that strong. I think that the movie is built on the strength of its pre-existing characters. So, like, if you love Batman, if you love Superman, you are going to love this. I think if you're predisposed to liking those characters, you're going to love this movie. If you made them, if you made this movie with other characters that weren't popular or were just completely made up, I think it, it everybody would have yet been the same reaction. I well, think we not, would have seen a different sucker punch, but I yeah, think. I, yeah, I think. And so, and so, what I'm saying is that um, I think uh, it's just an interesting thing. Is that uh, I think the strength of the characters was more about. Um, pre-existing knowledge i think like there's nothing in there that tells me those were parademons there's, no you know there's no, nothing no. that tells me that's a mother box that's actually which is cool that's actually something too that i kind of i'm a little sad about this movie is that it's very much for comic book fans for sure it definitely is and that kind of that kind of makes me feel bad a little bit because it's not i wish the general audiences could kind of go in here and still enjoy it with getting everything like an ant-man like because ant-man no, most of the people who saw that movie have no idea who Ant-Man is. But they still been... loved it because exactly. it was still an origin story and they still got to know this character. But there's so much crammed into this movie. It's, there is a ton of stuff in this that movie. That it's not... And I'll use this as an example. that When we went opening night, we took one of our friend's brothers. And he's not a big comic book person. He doesn't True. know anything. Um, I gave him like a five-minute rundown before trailers mm-hmm. came up. And at the end of the movie, I was like, all right, so what do you think of the movie? He goes... I think if you didn't give me that rundown, I would I wouldn't have liked it as much as I did. Fair enough. Okay. And hmm. I think that's where, honestly, one of my negatives actually comes in is that it's not as accessible. But at the same time, that's not bad for me either because I well, like yeah, seeing. Yeah, I mean, it's these, not bad for you at all. I like seeing these smaller things that I'm gonna understand. KG Beast. And, and the parademons, <laughs> yeah. mother boxes, and so on and so forth. Um, but. A lot of the critics' reviews were, it's not a Marvel movie. It's not fun. It's not... For sure. And I think that's, on upon itself, just not right. Because this is DC doing their own thing. They well, don't need to follow the Marvel standard they for certainly, these movies anymore. They certainly don't. And judging from a trend of DC movies, the Nolan movies were not fun. I no, loved them. they were but they not. Weren't, they were dark movies. Yeah. I mean... They were very serious, gritty. I mean, I hate to say dark and gritty because that's what people used to, you know, um, say movies are bad. Uh, they're too dark and too gritty. But the Nolan movies started that for DC. Yeah. Um, that is, and and Zack, Zack Snyder came along with Man of Steel. Was like, hey, I can do this too with Superman. But and, even when you look at that too, these movies are still produced by Nolan. Executive so, produced. Right. No, I reading more into some of the articles recently too. Um, within the last two weeks, um. Nolan had a lot more play into this than I think we kind of realize, too. Especially when it comes with the script process and that big thing at the end that happens. He was adamantly against it and then kind of got turned around. By the big thing at the end, you mean? Uh, The death of Superman. Okay. okay. So that didn't actually happen. Yeah. The Um, The death of Superman, I think that is probably one of the best things that worked in this movie. Uh, if they didn't do that. Yeah, okay. I, thank you. Because that's not just me then. I'm not just being a hater. Because no. I thought I think the end... Uh, they killed Superman at the end of the movie. Um, it, it For whatever comic booky reasons it happened, it doesn't matter. Uh, Superman dies, which is a big thing. Yes. Um, he's a title character. Which... Right. I don't think nobody saw this coming. I don't. No one saw this coming, and I think well, I a mean, lot of people were shocked. And I think. That's, oh yeah, I was. I, I was think very that's shocked. a big drop. I, I think when even when Doomsday was announced, two in the comics kill Superman. People were like, well, he's not going to die in this one. This is a second movie. Right, no, it's, it's a second movie. It's a They're second leading movie. up to the Justice League. Why are you going to kill Superman? Right, in this and early? and I think everything about the death 
post-death was executed well. Yes. The two funerals, burying a dummy oh, yeah, coffin. Oh, yeah, that was great. Thought that was awesome. And then they had to do this stupid little shot at the end where they show, like, the, the dirt vibrating and raising off the coffin. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they can't even commit to the gimmick that he's dead. Well, how how long do y'all think he's going to be in that coffin? I think, think, I think until the end of the... He's already gone. Until the end of the Justice League. <laughs> he already of, left? He's already gone. <laughs> until the end of the first part, part of the Justice League movie. I, I Justice can see League that. two parts, like yes. Infinity War? Okay. Yes. I can see that. I can I, see them getting all the characters first. And then, because and I then think... Superman coming. That was the one thing, is they wanted Superman out of the way. They... It was so crucial for them to have Batman and Wonder well, Woman. That's what Zack Snyder said. Yeah, in, in an interview, he said that uh, they needed a way to get Superman out of it, so that Batman is sort of the leader of the Justice. Well, League. then even at that, it, it also brings that s- standpoint that Superman's dead now. Mm-hmm. Who's going to really protect the Earth? Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> for now. But, I mean, I mean to the, she to took the care pal- of Doomsday, so. You know, and actually, if it wasn't for her, Superman would still be alive. This is she, true. She's the one that cut off his hand. It is, it, yeah. To be fair. Sure. I mean, sure. I guess. Um, it's her fault. Well, he could have also just grew a hand, well, also, but he didn't. Also, Batman did build the Kryptonite Spear. So, I mean, at that point, it's Batman's fault. He built the thing to try to kill Superman. But, uh, whatever. Anyway. Um, but then it just falls on Lex Luthor. Yeah. Because <laughs> Lex Luthor finds the kryptonite. It's all yeah. Lex Luthor's fault. Well, yeah. He created Doomsday. Anyway. Um, yeah, so just... I like the idea that... I, I like it when they're bold enough to kill a main character. Yes. I think that's cool. And I think we can see that... We're probably going to see that in Civil War. Um, you know what I mean? Um, but... Which everyone's expecting it to be Cap. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, so... I think that's a it's a bold decision, but I think it sort of falls into the same trap. Um, it fell into the same trap as Superior Spider-Man did, which annoyed me for the longest time. Um, for those of you who haven't read it, Superior Spider-Man, um, basically, Peter Parker dies and gets taken over by... Uh, his consciousness gets taken over by Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. And in the first issue, Peter Parker's ghost comes back and is like, no, don't kill that guy, which is therefore Marvel not committing to the gimmick of letting Pete be dead, which... <laughs> I think... Is, I don't know, man. Well, I mean... I mean, because at that, at that point, I know he's coming back probably soon. Well, you it's, didn't know. I mean, there was, like, there was some the things where... They reintroduced Peter Parker. And, but, they, like, to be fair, fought against each other. Of course. And, but, whatever. But, I mean, but I I love Superior Spider-Man, but, like, I, that was one thing that... That's why I didn't read the book right away, because it annoyed me. I think, it, I think it's almost to the extent, too, that with the hand that Nolan had in it, he could have killed Batman at the end of Dark Knight Rises. I thought he was going to. And I thought, I thought so he too. was, too. Yeah. And... That would have been... And I thought that was going to be awesome. That would have been the best I, thing ever. I would have... Because he would have had the balls to do it. Mm-hmm. But he I didn't. Thought, I, yeah. I thought... I, when I was watching that movie, I was expecting Batman to die. Yes. When he was driving off with the nuke, I was like, yep. oh, man. All right. They're killing... Holy crap, they're going to kill Batman. That's awesome. Be, I mean... And I like Batman. I don't yeah. want Batman to be dead, of course. But, I mean, as a, as a movie fan, like, that's... That is crazy. That is, that is the shock. That yeah. would have been the shock, and honestly, that which is still that's how that I mean, the shock, ended. the shock happened. Yeah, I think, I think, better or less, that they shouldn't have shown the dirt rising. I don't. There's a there's a few people out there that doesn't like that just doesn't. They don't. don't they don't get it because right. it's like what was the whole thing with the the thing? And well, even if you don't know, like you just you can assume that there was. I don't know. I, I see people. A lot of people didn't. Like know. they actually asked. Yeah. So, so going on into the rest of it. Um, there's a lot of setup for the Justice League here. Yeah. There's a lot of setup. Um, you want to run down the characters? A lot of, as in... The little, teasers, you mean? You want to you wanna run yeah, into the, uh, the, the, so, the characters and the teasers um, for that? What was on the hard drive that uh, Batman took was a few classified documents. Teaser trailers? Of some characters. Uh, <laughs> Basically. It was four of them. So it was Wonder Woman, her uh, fossil in there. It was a photo was a with photo. some awesome music. Yeah, with that awesome that track. Mediterranean guitar solo was really cool. Um, we had Flash. We saw him uh, run around in a convenience store, I believe. We had him twice. We did have him twice. Two different Flashes. Was it the same Flash? Same Flash. The same actor. Just two different eras, time periods. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, had Future Flash come. And a lot of people didn't know that that was Flash. No, I actually had someone come in and say, oh, did you see that Red Hood, Red Hood. Man, that was... Well, I mean, right. to be fair, he doesn't look like a traditional Flash well, costume. He did have a different... Yeah, we'll, we'll get like into a, that one okay. in a second. So go like on, a, continue. Um, we had Cyborg, which was basically his... 
origin story. His origin story, which was kind of cool. Right. I, I like that was actually really cool. Well, uh, with a second cameo. With a second cameo of the guy that creates Skynet. Well, yes, that too. <laughs> I, meant, I meant the mother box, but I mean, you know, that too. There was a mother box in there. Yeah, he created cool. Skynet. Um, and then the last one, which was apparently the most important one, because he got all these action figures and pops. Oh, yeah. T-shirts. You would have assumed he was in the movie for like 15 minutes. Um, I didn't even emerge this guy's We got. got our Aquaman, who... Uh, I, I, apparently I, I, he can't he, breathe underwater. Yeah, he's hold, he looks like he's holding his breath and his eyes are squinting. Like he's got the underwater. I, I noticed the eyes Did were squinting. Okay. I, did, I couldn't tell after the third time seeing it that he was holding his breath. I, okay, to be fair, that's what people have told me. Yeah. I noticed right. the eye thing. People have told me about the about the breath. So and I get the eye thing because the, he's in a dark... He's in the Titanic. Right. right. He, and he it's dark in there. eyes just, though. I mean, it takes it takes a while still too. <laughs> but so, I mean, here let me turn okay. off let me turn off the lights and see how long. I it get takes it, you. but he's also not fully human. We're, we're also going off of a seven second teaser trailer that Wonder, Wonder Woman saw on YouTube, essentially. Yeah, like well, that uh, as cool as the cameos were, that was they were for me. That was like a so lazy way to show it. I was well, like, well, you know, it, they weren't gonna do like a after credits, in, after credits Marvel thing. I mean, Marvel is the only one that does that. I, I know. I would but rather like, them not do after it's, credits. It's synonymous with Marvel. Yeah. Now, it is. It at is. At this point. Marvel now. All new, all different. Oh, what? Thanks, Dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're welcome. Someone's got to get one in every Oh, episode. man. But, I mean, they were all cool for the most part. I, I like the flashes. flashes. No, no, they were they were cool. But I just, the execution. I really like, I really like Cyborgs. That was really cool. So, going on that second Flash cameo. Or oh, the, the first one. Or the first Technically one. Technically the first, the first one. one. Am I too early? <laughs> yeah. The, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> So, it hasn't happened yet. That, what... The time travel one, The guys. time travel boom tube one, I guess is what we'll Which call it. Which, I did not... That's a, that's, I, I don't that's know. a dislike. I'll, I'll talk I, about that I, later. Yeah. Well, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. It was... Some of those dream sequences just didn't make sense to me. I, I feel like there were I too, agree with you on I that I think one. there were too many. I think they didn't need... Not even too many. They just... They weren't cut right. Yeah, I know They weren't, like, transitioned into well. I don't know, like... I, I but know what you mean. I agree. Is the Flash one a dream sequence? No. That's what I'm well, trying no, to figure out. No, because he woke up from a dream and saw that, right? Well, that what but then he woke up again. And then Did he, he yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it I was. Seen it the once. So this is what happened. Uh, it was the Parademon Doomsday one. You have the Nightmare one. The Parademon one. So yeah. he was sleeping, trying to wait for the hacking thing to finish. So he wakes up from that one. Flash comes, tells him all this stuff, yeah. like, oh, Superman, am I too late? Yeah. Save, Save Lois. Lois, so, blah, blah. We'll actually get into that a little bit, too. For sure. That happens. Then he wakes up again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like, remember the wake up, the single wake up. I was like, oh, okay. wait, what? So, I. That's another one of my dislikes, I guess, on this mm-hmm. movie, too, is the editing as an overall. I did not like it. was a little choppy. Um, I mean, other than the dream sequences, I didn't have a problem with anything else. Mine, mine was you have the two funerals. You see Diana and Bruce at the tree. Okay. And he's yeah. throwing. He's, yeah. She's throwing the dirt onto the coffin. And then it cuts to Batman in Lexus' cell. And then it cuts back to her the throwing but it, the dirt. But it didn't really cut weird. to just Batman yeah. and him in the cell. It cut it. It cut to the guards getting ready to chain him up. Right, and, and then the whole. I mean, I I get that part. It was, but the fact that they go back to Lois throwing the dirt back onto the coffin again was just kind of a little. Weird I don't know. For it, me. That didn't, yeah, it didn't I'm, bother I'm, me that much. Yeah, I know. It didn't bother me at all. I think. I think the ending sequence. They just showed it in a weird way. Yes. Yeah. They, they they cut it together in an odd way. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of odd stuff with the editing, but um, it was a little choppy throughout. But um, what what are some other things that we've been we've been talking pretty positively about the movie? What were some things that we didn't like? Um, I'll I'll start. You start. I'll start as the prime detractor. As hey, I've I've been very positive about this film. Right now. <laughs> Does um, it change your opinion on the overall film? No. Okay, then um, Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> um, because the he was only, waiting for this moment, guys. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I'm not I'm, sure you was. I, I, <laughs> I'm not trying to make anybody not want to see this movie. But, but it's three weeks old. You've probably seen it already. Um, like I've said, I am the only person in the store who outright disliked the movie. There's plenty of people who've had issues with it, or I didn't like this part, or I didn't like this part, or this part was kind of dumb. I flat out did not like the movie. I, um, from the very beginning. Um, one of the most annoying things about the movie to me was the music. And as 
as good as the Hans Zimmer score is, it is a quality piece of music and it sounds good. The way Zack Snyder implemented it is just obnoxious. It is the volume is so loud on it and it is omnipresent. It is like a character in the film. The 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 music to me was it underscored every piece of dialogue. Um, anytime somebody said something trailery or you, you know you know how like you can see when they shot a line like oh. That'll be good in the trailer. There was a ton of those. You the mean the mo- movie? Yeah, well, pretty much. The whole movie was a trailer, which I'll get to. That's another annoying thing. Put a, put a button in trailer. Um, but the trailer dialogue, I felt like there was a lot of trailer dialogue, a lot of, but now we get them type of stuff. You know, really epic and dramatic kind of dialogue. And that was always underscored by... Isn't that uh, how all his movies are anyway? Yes. They feel all... Well, yes, they all, well I guess um, that's your complaint. I, right. No, not Watchmen, though. Watchmen was not, actually. Okay. And Dawn of the Dead... It's a horror movie, like well for sure. It's zombies running around, um, but anyway, um, and all the dramatic and quote unquote epic dialogue. There's a music cue underneath. It's like bum bum bum. Like Lex is walking down a hallway with a. He stands in the thing. I forget where he's going. He's going inside the Kryptonian ship that crashed. Into no, the not no. Um, oh, he's going into the place that's ho- that's housing, housing it. He stands in the thing, uh, the and he's walking. Yeah, and he's walking down the hallway. He's got his. I remember the shot specifically. It's all this blue lighting, and it's on his feet, and he's carrying a briefcase. And it has the most dramatic music I've ever heard in my it's life. It's the Red Capes are coming. I, it's that... Yeah, it's that yeah, no, the music's great. The, the soundtrack is excellent. Well, they wanted to let you know that something was about to go down. Something is always about to go down, apparently, if I'm listening to the score. <laughs> did you and not watch did, the movie? Something always went down. Yeah, it really did. But anyway, so one of my biggest gripes is the score. The especially other, with KGBs. Yeah, especially with KGBs. He didn't get a good... KGBs didn't get a score. What, what the heck? Where's his suite? Um, um, <laughs> he's such a major character, Hyde. Um, but, so, okay, the music is one of my main detractors. The other one is um, dialogue in general. Um, just, that could have been a little better. Yeah, I feel... Like, I agree with that. Again, like, like I touched on in the beginning, acting, phenomenal. And like I said, and you, and you given, laughed. Given, given with what they were w- With what they were working with, <laughs> they did as best. I remember that. They, they did great. Um, I, and I just think the, doc, the, that the, the script just wasn't there. There were a lot of people was, saying that uh, Wonder man. Woman, with the line she had, uh, yeah. weren't great at all. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't know. Uh, what, what do you think? I, I, I think the writing wasn't, wasn't that great. I, the acting again was great. But. I know there was a couple parts you were talking about earlier with Superman, Lois Lane. Yeah, some of that stuff could have been a little better. Like the part, like right before he's about to die, uh, when he gets the uh, one of the annoying parts for me is like um, the really ham-fisted, heavy-handed, "I love you goodbye" part. Well, that was that was in Superman Doomsday. That, I, I mean, I, a movie doesn't have to be comic there, accurate I mean, to that, necessarily be good. I that's true too, but I think for me that. Those were the scenes that I liked. I, no, yeah, I, I didn't know, know that either. I, know, I didn't know it was like. I know what you mean. I, I, Zack Snyder I, is pretty good at like taking stuff right out, right out right, of combo. Yeah, he did. Like, like the thing that I, the other thing that I, one of the things I didn't like with the intro, uh, with the the, the, the gun. I did. I did not like the gun part, and that's from that's from Frank Miller. No, that's that, that's a fr- mm-hmm. that's straight out of Frank Miller, which is fine. But I, I was really gruesome, and it seemed the way he shot it. Oh yeah, the other th- I, the, it reminds me when I say it like that. Reminds me of the other thing. My other thing that it's just a Zack Snyder gripe. This one, he he does a million drop shots in the movie, which is when sort of like two characters are talking and cut to you know a bullet falling or a water droplet or a cartridge falling out he, of a he cannon. He does that in a lot. Or yeah. somebody. It's, I can see it's all just, the parts of Watchmen. It's out of control. <laughs> and, oh, it happens in Watchmen a ton. all the time. Yeah, I know. I can well, just see it. It's it it is it is his J.J. Abrams lens flare. Okay, it is I can this, see that. it's it's like, and I like JJ, but like beads falling in the hand. Man, yeah, it's, it's all the time. Like with, with the gun in particular, they fire the gun, breaks the pearls, and the pearls slowly fall Falling down on the ground. Plink, 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 and then uh, anyway, but um, there was yeah. a lot of there was some weird shaky cam in here too. Like there were some parts where uh, I think it was Lex Luthor talking to uh, Senator Finch. Is that her name? Finch? Yeah, yeah, and it, I was like. That's some weird. Okay, well, all right. Shaky cam. Cool. Okay, I I don't remember that specifically. I, you'll see it the next time you yeah. watch it. <laughs> I've only seen it the once. Um, hide. Okay, so as a person who unabashedly loves this movie, you've already said a couple of things that were kind of negatives. Yeah. Do you have anything else that sort of like you wish they could have done better? 
I think the one thing they didn't need as an overall in the movie is I really didn't... So you have the scene with the Wayne deaths. Yeah. You have Bruce falling into the well. You have the bats come around him. And he levitates. And then he starts to fly. Oh, man. That, is my I, ma- that is my I, most gripe about the movie. Because well, it's a dream sequence. It's a dream sequence. But you don't know that. But you who don't knows? know that. I'm, at, that at that moment, when he, the bats start levitating him... I was so mad. We were probably thinking the same thing. I'm like, what am I I kid you not, I was like, he's about to have superpowers. Well, no, that's that's the thing, too, is when I first saw it, and actually, even the second time I saw it, I had someone behind me, they're like, I didn't know Batman could fly. (laughs) It's good. I I was ready to just, like, berate Snyder for that, but it was just a dream sequence. Yeah, and I just think as an overall that it did not need to be there. No, that that part Uh, did not need to be there. I also think that... The weird Lois in the tub, let me look at this prototype was, bullet, didn't really need to be there either. Well, the whole prototype bullet theme seemed to just kind of fall by the wayside anyway. I, that it, whole plot, it did and that it didn't. Well, it, I think it... It was supposed to play a part into it, but then... To make Lois figure it out? No, no, no. Because what it was is they figured it out. She figured it out. She yeah. figures out that it's LexCorp doing this. Right. She's about. She was about to go to someone, but she couldn't get... Um, the colonel, the general right. now, the mil- state of military, whatever he, to he is now, to, to agree to go on record. But it was she was supposed to do this before the Senate hearing, uh, and then the Senate hearing happened. Got you. And Fair then enough. there's nothing she can't do anything. Who's she gonna this. report to? Yeah, who? I mean, there's nothing that she can do about Man, it. That scene is so good, though. Um, Mercy Sparks or Mercy Graves? Mercy Graves. Mercy Graves. I felt was kind of very underutilized. Um, oh yeah, she's gonna be a cyborg. She's coming back. I mean, yeah, if she comes back, she better be a cyborg at this point. But I, I feel like they, they played a lot on her, especially in the trailers. And I don't think we got to see her as her full potential as Lex's body. Well, she was barely in it. Yeah, exactly. And they blew her up afterwards. Right. I mean, she tried to stop but Speaking Bruce of Bruce Wayne hacking that computer. Speaking of that part, that is another... Oh, you want to bring up why the computer was in that, the middle? That, that was annoying. <laughs> that, was a, that was just a, another little Michael Bay moment that I thought was kind of annoying. By a Michael Bay moment, I mean like a conveniently placed button on the wall... Or the well, you know, know the the self destruct button. Batman would have found and, it anyway because Alfred course, was telling him where to go. Of course, Batman would have found it. But okay, he's 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 for, for where you that, hide a server room in a library to begin no, with. Not about hiding the server room. It's about there's an exposed cable on the outside of this room that Batman can just hook into and plug well, in. I his mean, hard he drive. disconnected something and then connected it back in. I mean, <sighs> there's cables that. You look at the TV that we're sitting in the room right now. There's so many exposed cables. But this is not a but server room. This is not a server room. Anyway, I, it was it was a very Michael Bay moment of just, hey, we, look, we you can need go this. into the server room and find all the exposed cables. <laughs> yeah, that's our, that's our server room. This is not Lex Luthor. Well, that was well, Luthor. It either. wasn't. It wasn't Luthor. Right. It was a library. It was a library. Fair enough. Okay. That was connected to the Luthor way, servers. It was. It was. A, it was a little confusing. Oh wait, what? That wasn't his. No, that was he, it. He it was, was getting an award at a library. It? Yeah. And oh. And those servers, it's a fancy library. Yeah, yeah, those servers connected to the LexCorp servers. All right, that's how he could get the. He's data. seen it three times. So you got to remember. All oh, right, exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. Right. Um, but anyway, um, I think as much of a problem as I had with the movie and the critics have with the movie, clearly pe- there are people who are still enjoying the heck out of it. Yeah, and that is and that's hi. awesome. Yeah, hi <laughs> and Ron. I I really enjoyed it. I came out so, the movie really enjoying it. R- yeah, you went down a little bit. But I did. I, I had to think about some of the parts in the movie that were right, actually that bad. Didn't, didn't you know, and actually, that's the other thing, too, is I think I've kind of gotten... I got overwhelmed when I first saw it. That exactly. Same, I got same overwhelmed here. with the thought that, yes, I finally get my cinematic universe. Move aside, Marvel. This is my time. Right. But after that night, after I got done talking to Dylan about the movie and what I liked... I really kind of sat down. I was like, I didn't like this little editing part. But it was always little minor things that I could get over with it. Yeah. And so it really doesn't affect my overall score of what I give this movie in the end. But it did It did drop from, like, here to here. Right. Perfect to near perfect. Yeah. yeah I hear you. Um, um, oh, yeah. So um, what I'm saying is that um, I was going to go around, and if you could do just, like, one key takeaway from the movie. Before we give our final scores... Um, Before we do that, actually, there's okay. one quick thing I want to talk about, and that is the coming of Darkseid. Ah, yes. And this is something that... The end of the movie. Not not necessarily the end of the movie, because it all leads up. And back to the Flash, the first Flash cameo, where he's, it's the dream sure. sequence, not the dream sequence. He actually goes, Bruce, find us, 
save Lois, she's the key. And then there's a curse word in there. Right. And then it's, am I early? Right. So they're definitely playing heavily on the Injustice story arc that Lois is the reason why Superman snaps. Becomes sure. part of Darkseid's army and takes over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have Lex at the end saying, I did this because some he's coming. Something's coming. The bell has been rung. And he starts doing the ding, 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 right, ding. Right. And that is because I think that either when he was sitting inside the Kryptonian ship, he saw Darkseid. Well, there's that deleted scene. There, Yes. Actually, last week there was a deleted scene release that's... Uh, Introduced either what looked to be Steppenwolf, which is one of <laughs> KG the, Beast friends, <laughs> <laughs> one of one of Darkseid's head generals. Okay, or it was Darkseid's father with three mother boxes. Mm-hmm. Okay, either way, the person had three mother boxes. Yeah, so there's obviously obviously something coming up with the new gods. And, and this is an officially released. I'm sure everyone's seen this. Yeah, already. this is an officially yeah. released, is, released yeah. deleted scene. You guys have seen it, but this is officially released deleted scene. That features mother boxes. We there's people speculate there was a mother box in the cyborg thing, and that was actually confirmed last was week confirmed? as well. Okay, that was confirmed cool. last week, awesome. after, right before the uh, after or the right deleted the, scene. Awesome. But okay. I think that the reason we have this schizophrenic Lex, and I want to even go almost before this because there was a plan. He had this plan already. I think that he has had some interaction with a dark side minion hmm. or some or dark side himself, and. Is he is setting up this path for Darkseid to come to Earth, and it was always one of those things, especially in the comics, that both of them were after one thing. They both wanted the anti-life equation, okay. which is something the Anti Monitor has. Mm-hmm. Real quick, can you tell me about a mother box? Like, what does it do? So, a mother box essentially give me the one hundred and one course. You know, the one hundred and one course is they use it as either inf- storing information, which is where more or less New Fifty Two Origins Cyborg. It's either New Gods or um, Generals on Apocalypse. Okay. It's new god technology created by an apocalypse scientist that is stolen by Darkseid's generals. So what it does is it either stores data, which is where Cyborg in New 52 yeah. gets a lot of his information and data from. Is He gets it from the mother box that actually makes him into Cyborg. Yeah, sure. Or it it's a way to use boom tubes to get from different planets across the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see one variation of a mother box in the cyborg origin, right. which obviously creates him, but Steppenwolf has it in his sword. Um, for all we know, if they ever do Mr. Miracle in these movies, he could have an iPhone. That's going to be a mother. Basically, box. Well, yeah. if they can do KG beast, I'm pretty sure that they'll do <laughs> Mr. Miracle, but so the coming of Darkseid, I think is a really important factor that plays into the overall development of Lex Luthor himself. Because mm-hmm. there, he knows something's coming. That's why he has this metahuman theory. Because this can't be just something that came out of thin air. He has to know that someone is watching Earth Never thought prime of like for that. the taking. Interesting. Okay, so well, that leads me to my next question. My, my, my final question, I think, which is, after the movie, and everything, after all the dust has settled and all the discussions and the endless discussions that have been had about this movie, what would you recommend, what, what trade paperback... Would you like? Would you tell somebody to go read after watching this movie? Um, be it a continuation of the story or something else or something to. What do you think? I'll go first. My answer would be All Star Superman. Um, my reasoning behind that is because I don't particularly care for the Superman in this story, and I, or Superman in general, which I know that's kind of blasphemy. But I think All Star Superman, the Grant Morrison book, is really by good. far the best Superman story that I've ever read. Um, granted, I haven't read them all. I'm not I'm not uh, a Superman historian by any means, but um, that one is definitely one to check out, and that's that's a a, a, a home run. Uh, that's you can't do any better than All Star Superman, uh, Ron. Um, I'm going to pick another Superman story, but Ooh. it's not complete yet. It is going on right now. It's a uh, Superman American Alien by Max Landis. It's really good. What do you like about it? Um, it's it's from each issue, each issue it's uh him growing up to being superman so we get him is it first issue a little bit on some issues there's a little small uh but he's young in the first issue he's like a teenager in the second issue he's uh out the house 21 22 in the third issue it's so on and so forth sure sure it's a different artist on each issue because it's uh it's really good i'm enjoying it it's a different artist every issue 
Each that's issue is a different artist. So like each age range is a different artist. Uh huh. That's neat. It's it's really good. It's it, you see some things that you'll probably never see in a movie, but just like some interactions with certain people and okay, it's it's really good. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna go almost direct correlation with the movie at okay. this point. Um, a lot of people just kind of don't really understand that flash scene, that little flash boom tomb cameo. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm actually gonna recommend Injustice because that is also a good book. Injustice is awesome. Probably one of the greatest Batman versus Superman books, next to Frank Miller's. Oh, right, of course. Obviously, but I think that there there's a lot more. And even before going into this movie, I would never have expected them that to, cameo. Oh to, yeah, no, not, I mean, not even just they that took cameo. A, they feel. I feel like they took a lot. They from took that a book. lot from the Injustice. Injustice series so far. So that's something I would definitely recommend as an overall. Um, I do have one more question for you. Okay. So this will be sure. my final question. As an overall, where do you guys think the DC Universe will go from from here? Ah, That's a tough one. I mean, I I feel like they're headed in the right direction. Uh, they have a lot of a lot of things going for it as well. Uh, that's good. Uh, you probably have Ben, Aff- ben Affleck directing his Batman movie with and Jeff Johns with, with Jeff, Jeff Johns yeah, I mean I don't, I don't see how more slam dunk you get than that I mean that seems pretty solid to me so um, I mean Wonder Woman was great I there's I think they're gonna be fine okay. I don't yeah. I don't think they'll have a problem I, I'm particularly most looking forward to I, I think they're, they're in good shape mostly I mean the fan base seems to be mostly intact people are divided on if the movie is good or not but the consensus seems to be, well, yeah, I'm going to go see Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, of course I'm going to go see the new Batman movie. I can't wait for Aquaman and Wonder Woman. So clearly people are still psyched up for these movies. And whether they like this or not, like, I didn't like this movie. That's not, nothing wrong with that. I didn't like the movie. I am still super stoked for the Wonder Woman movie. But I'm most looking forward to the Aquaman movie because James Wan is directing it. And I like James Wan a lot. Uh, he... Got to start with the Saw movies, Saw movies yeah. mm-hmm. um, that he co-wrote. And the thing about James Wan is that all of his movies in the horror genre were so different from each other. Mm-hmm. Even though they're all horror movies, they're all very different. So he's very adaptable. And then he did Fast and the Furious with Seven. He's do, he did Fast for seven, 7, and then he's actually uh, up for Star Trek Beyond right now. That's oh, what he's working on right he, now. He has done so many different types of filmmaking that sends to me the idea that he could make an awesome Aquaman movie, whether it's going to be dark. Although I believe he said a couple so, weeks ago and, or whatever it was that it's going to be a fun movie. That's actually kind of funny too now that we... All the directors are coming out. All the directors that had... Minus David Ayer because he's even said that Suicide Squad is going to be a dark movie and that has to be well, a dark For sure, movie. but it's, it's going to be a fun Squad. movie. It's also like, going to be a fun movie. Patty Jenkins, who's directing Wonder Woman, has even gone off and said, Wonder Woman's not what... The Wonder Woman you've seen here. It's going to be a lot lighter tone because she's still naive. Mm-hmm. James Wan is on Aquaman's not going to be as dark and gritty as you saw of in Batman not. Superman. Um, Chris and Phil, uh, Chris Lord, is it Phil Lord and Chris Miller? Yeah. Uh, who are directing the Flash movie right. are well known and they did the Lego movie. So I'd be so hard pressed to see a it, dark movie from them. <laughs> oh, right. for sure. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of funny to see all these directors now in the last three weeks kind of go well our, whoa, whoa, our movies whoa. aren't our movies aren't as dark even chris tarot who helped rewrite some of the script for batman superman the argo writer yeah the argo writer actually even went out and said the justice league movies won't be as dark as this movie well, so that's, obviously that's they're, they're going on a lighter scale but i think this movie had the right tone as an overall just because you're reintroducing a darker grittier batman too for sure i think yeah i think definitely the batman was on point i think the whole movie was a little too dark but i think batman was definitely where you need him to be um, and the last thing I'd want to say about the movie is whether I liked it or not aside, I think the definitive way to experience this movie is in theaters. It, yeah. Oh, so yeah, I sure. think, I think if you, I'm, I think I'm going to, if you, the best opportunity to like it is in a theater. If you're going to see it, if you haven't seen it yet, please I go see it. Please go see it in the theater. Don't wait for Blu-ray. I, I mean, as cool as it is to watch a movie in your house. This is a movie that for is a, the it's, it's a big screen movie. It, it um, is definitely it a movie will, for the it, it will lose something on the small screen. Yeah. Uh, there's it, it there's no will. way it won't. So. I mean, unfortunately. Um, and it just will. But either way, um, so that brings us to our last segment, which is, I think this is the first time we've actually rated a movie. This is the first time we've actually rated a movie. Um, so, can you tell us what we're going to do specifically so, for this rating so, of a movie? Um, we decided that being a com- run by a comic book store employees, uh, we're going to rate this on the CGC rating scale. <laughs> because because why not? And I think that is kind of fitting. 
So um, I'll start negatively. Well, so. let me let me give you this. Okay, let yeah. me do this really quick. So for those of you that don't know the CGC grading scale, it's out of a ten. Um, ten being gem mint, and actually it's a point five. Is the lowest. It's the lowest zero. you can get, which, which is, is actually low. poor. Poor. Um, actually, you can get lower. You, can you get, get incomplete. You get zero. Which yeah, is you incomplete. get incomplete. Um, so just from that standpoint, we'll actually give you the number grade that we think this movie is, plus and the word grade. the word grading as well. Okay, so, so Michael, go I'll, ahead. I'm, I'm going to start with a 5.0 out of 10. Um, now I will also say real quick that it's not just five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's seven fives, uh, nine point two, nine point four. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's decimals in there. It's more like a 25 point system, I think. Yeah. Uh, 5.0, which is very good to fine. Uh, VG fine. Five oh five oh. What do you got, Ron? I'm, I'm giving it a slab 7.0. Ooh, a slab. It is a, it is a definite fine, very fine movie. Restored? I really enjoyed this movie. It's not restored. Okay. Um, <laughs> Definitely not. I'm a little bit better, and I'm a little bit nicer to this movie. <laughs> um, I'm giving it an 8.0 very fine. 8.0 very, very fine. Um, it's not as perfect as I want it to be, but it's not as terrible as everyone has been saying it is. So Okay. Um, well, I think that about wraps it up for us here at the, uh, the Uncanny Universe podcast. Thanks for sticking around with us through uh, this this review of uh, this polarizing movie, but please go see it anyway. Um, I hope everybody enjoys it. Don't forget it. to spot KG Beast. Yeah, look for <laughs> KG Beast. He's out there. Look I for Jimmy Olsen. And, yeah. and, and Man Bat. You might not see him that, that soon. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'm Michael. Once again, this is Ronald. And this is Hyde. KG Beast lives. The KG Beast lives. Till next time. Thanks, everybody.